0: You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a space dedicated to inspire, teach, and heal through the power of story, resilience, and vulnerability. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, producer, brand story strategist, and the founder of Untamed Productions. Each week, I'll be bringing to you guest entrepreneurs, artists, authors, speakers, and influencers in a series of real, raw, and unfiltered conversations around the art and business of being yourself, the bravery to share your message, and the audacity to go after what you want in life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brand Interrupted podcast. It has been a while. This episode that you're about to listen to was actually filmed back in the end of June, right before our our hiatus, and today we're going to be speaking with Megan Siemens, who is such a sweetheart, and we're going to be talking all about mastering your emotions in your business, treating your followers like human beings and not just numbers, the messy middle that no one talks about, breaking free from labels and stories that aren't your own, and mastering your mental state over strategy. But before we dive in, this podcast is sponsored by Untamed Productions. That's me, guys. (laughs) And this episode brings to you my Audaciously You on Camera three-part video series, giving you a step-by-step on how to tell your story, master your energy, infuse your personality, and boost your charisma on camera. So you can head over to www.untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to access your video series there. In this three-part exclusive video series, we are going to cover the top three reasons why you need a signature brand story and why it's the foundation of your messaging and marketing, four steps to writing a compelling core message that resonates with your ideal client, how to be confident and grounded in your message and show up unapologetically as yourself, so that you attract the right people you actually want to work with and how to speak from your heart on camera and harness the power of your voice to captivate and engage your viewers because guys your voice either makes or breaks the trust so head on over to www.untamerevolution.com forward slash gift to get free access right now and with that we are going to introduce Megan Siemens, who is a life coach for women who want to get out of their way, get out of their own head, and on with the life they are obsessed with. She helps them get back to their core being by supporting them in moving through blocks such as fear, doubt, overwhelm, and their comfort zone. She believes in balance before burnout so her clients can have it all. Welcome back to the show. I know I say this every week, but. <laughs> This week, I'm really excited to bring to you guys Megan. Her and I have met virtually on the interwebs and discussed, and I just felt like she had so much to share, and we had so much in common. So welcome to the show, Megan. How are you doing today? Yay!
1: Hi! Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited to chat with you. All of our conversations are so juicy. So um, I'm doing so awesome today. It's a great, beautiful day. So Great! <laughs> Yay! I love it. Whereabouts are you? I am in Florida, near near like Disney World.
0: <laughs> oh, cool! That's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like to just dive right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Awesome. So uh,
1: I am a life coach for women. I work with women entrepreneurs who are just they're that busy go 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 stuck in hustle mode stuck in their own head um tend to overthink all of the things um and I really just help them get out of their own head so that they can live that lifestyle that they're designing because that's why we all jump into building our own business there's some kind of lifestyle desire behind that right and Mm. I saw this need for for women to actually live that life because they get so caught up in the hustle and the go and I have to make this next milestone happen and the comparison train and this girl's doing this why shouldn't I do that and just getting out of all of that and and truly living their life
0: Yeah. That's so, I love that you just said that because I literally was just having a moment right before this because I obviously was running late today and hustling and I was like messaging my assistant and I was like, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I I had this like new offer out, but I didn't create the welcome pack. But then two people signed up. So I was like, oh my God, I have to make this now. Mm -hmm. and like send this out. And I was like, this is not like an ideal situation. <laughs> so I was like voice noting her over Voxer in this like frantic state. So I love that um, that you help people with like you know letting go of the hustle and like living in the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's okay to just flow and just know that if I take a break, like my world is not going to implode. <laughs> mm.
0: Oh my God, that is so profound. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get into this line of work? Like, tell us a little bit, some of those kind of milestones or defining
1: moments. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I feel like when I get asked this question, I don't know, maybe you feel the same, but it's like, when did you start your business? And it's like, oh, do you just have time for my entire life story really quick? Just yeah. like, <laughs> starting from when I was three, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Totally so, kidding. So I guess for me, it really all did start when I was in university and I'm going through university, I changed my major seven times.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) So in my own head about, I would pick one and then I would bring some piece of my own story and tell myself, oh, I'm actually not good enough for that. Or, oh, I'm actually not smart enough to figure that one out. Or some piece of my story would come in and block me from, from finishing that major. And I was just so in my head the entire time. Um, and then I think there was also a piece that, of me that was like, wait, I'm going to work for this degree and then I have to like go work this nine to five. That doesn't sound really fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so there were all of these different pieces that were like blocking me through there. And I, I finished, I got just like a marketing and communications degree and I was like, I'm not going to go to job interviews. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's like it's not it doesn't feel right for me. Um and why why do I want to waste time doing something that doesn't feel really really good? Um so from there um I was dating my current boyfriend at the time and we loved traveling. We loved to travel, we loved to go on adventures and we wanted time in our schedule for that. And we were like, "Hey, we heard blogging's cool." Like Let's blog. <laughs> no plan. Like, just let's just blog and and see how that goes. And we did it for like three or four months and realized we had like the same two readers, like my mom and his dad. <laughs> and it kind of hit us like, wow, we don't actually have a business plan with this either. And so I was like, I need to figure out this whole working online thing from an actual like business standpoint or it's just not going to work. So from there I jumped into like direct sales and I was like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to learn what I can about working online and see where that goes from there. And I fell in love with the mentorship side of that. And I fell in love with just walking people through two solutions that they were problems that they were getting stuck on in their business and just walking them through like, how can we, how can we make this a solution instead of a problem? Um, While I was building that I was building a business with my boyfriend and with that business, we actually scaled it to be really big buzzword coming up. We hit like the, (laughs) the, the the good old $20,000 months. Right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I realized when we hit that, like, that was all we wanted. We wanted to make an income online so that we could travel the world, so that we could do all these really cool things. And I realized when we hit that, we weren't really living any differently. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We were still stressed. We were still, uh, I think we talked about this the other day, you and I, we were still like looking at prices. Yeah. Um, like nothing changed in my mind when, I, when we hit that. Like it was cool. We celebrated it. It was awesome. But I was like, "Why don't I feel different? Why? Why? I'm still the same."
0: Oh my um, god! I love this. Sorry, <laughs> I just have to cut you off for a sec because I'm Real sure great. you saw my Instagram story. But like, I'm kind of like nearing 12k this month. Mm-hmm. Like today. And I'm just like, nothing feels different. Like, I still will buy, like, the lower price item at the grocery store. Actually, this morning I went and bought cookies and got, like, the <laughs> brand name. It's <laughs> <was> like, Ooh. <laughs> no, But it's crazy! Okay, continue, continue.
1: Yeah, I mean, just from there, it was it was such, like, a aha moment. It was kind of like, I was, like, from the outside looking in, like, whoa. This is not what... I set out to do. Like, this is not, this was not the, almost the goal behind the goal. Like, yeah, I wanted this financial freedom, but the foundations have to come first. Um, and I even realized like through all of the hustle and all of the go to get to that awesome milestone, I kind of let my own passion fall to the side, which was, you know, life coaching. Mm -hmm. And I, and then I realized, wow, I can bring this into that because I see a need for it. I see women, hustling and going and burning out and it's just this cycle that it shouldn't happen when we're going after our passion right
0: Mm-hmm. and so many people like struggle with it I, I feel like there's like this paradigm and I know we've sort of touched on this a few months ago when we were chatting but like we have so many tools and resources available and people just don't always get the help like they just don't reach out just they just stay stuck yeah just hire a coach or a mentor or whoever you need and yeah yeah
1: Yeah, I think that's so spot on like support it's because we think we can do it alone right we think we can carry like the whole we like I've got this I can just Google it all it's fine Um, It's like, I can figure it out, but that support is there. And I think also I, so I just wrote a post about this this morning. Actually, no one talks about the middle of the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's totally. always like, yeah, it's always like I was here and then I was here and it, it's so great. Like life is awesome and you just have to like decide to do it. And no one talks about that messy middle part, that part where it's like, okay, but, but what, what were the steps what, and what were the, the fallouts? I mean, like I could tell you so many times that I was like on my bathroom floor in tears because something (laughs) wasn't working,
0: right? Been there recently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I mean, the most successful people, they still can hit those. They still can feel
0: like they're failing. They still have fear come up. Well, you know what I had, this realization I had this morning. Okay, this is funny. So (laughs) I did this Instagram story yesterday about, hitting a 10k month and then it ended up being like 12k but um oh my god did you hear all of that like the garbage truck is yes. passing. <laughs> like, <laughs> on a Busy street. Um, and I was talking about in my early Instagram story how I didn't feel different and then my day went on and I made another one being like actually I'm kind of loving my life right now and mm-hmm. then I went to bed and I woke up and I was like I need to delete this and so I deleted the Instagram story about talking about how I felt better and how I was <laughs> feeling amazing. But I think the the thing that came up for me is that nothing really will change. It is about just oh it's so cliche to say this. Mm-hmm. And I can like feel people rolling their eyes <laughs> like as they listen to this. But like You have to change your daily actions, like, where you're at, because, like, money is never the solution. Like, if you're not feeling fulfilled, even, like, broke and clientless, Mm -hmm. which obviously is a hard thing, like, to feel happiness in that space, then having money is not going to make you feel that happiness or joy either, and I've had that, like, time and time again. Like, even when I hit my first 5K month years ago, I was, like, the most depressed I'd ever been, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah. And I think like the funny part about
1: that, what I noticed in my own journey and I've heard from other people too, is you hit those. Okay. So you hit 5k and then it's like, okay, I don't feel any different. Maybe if I just hit 10k, then I'll feel different. And then it's like, okay, maybe if I just hit 15k, then I'll feel different. If you keep reaching for it, like in the external, mm-hmm. it's going to leave you like more confused and more overwhelmed with what am I missing?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, I mean, I would love to sort of dive into this topic because it's something that, I don't know, people, like, people will talk about it, but then it's like, oh, if you talk about these things in your low vibe, and it's like, Mm -hmm. well, let's just call things for what they are. And, like, there is a lot of, like, marketing messaging out there that's, like, geared towards, like, these 10, 20K, like, these milestone moments, and it's like, we end up, like, aspiring to something that, like, we don't even truly desire, like, if I'm fully honest, I started my business right out of university mm-hmm. I was 24. And what the hell was I going to do with 10K a month? Like, <laughs> I didn't care. Like, I mean, I pretended like that's what I wanted, but like, no, <laughs> I just wanted to like have fun and live my life and like have this little business that like I was starting. But then I guilted myself for the longest time because I didn't hit that, ni- that, that 10K in 90 days, you know? Mm -hmm. like well I didn't really want that or need that um so yeah I don't know I'd love to like hear your thoughts on some of like the messaging and the expectations yeah yeah
1: so I think my thoughts on like the whole high vibe thing um is to me being high vibe is not like painting a picture that I'm happy all the time Because I did that for way too many years. I wore that mask of like, I'm fine, I'm good, it's all good. Uh, When I was like through high school and and all of college, I was always anxious, always worried, always stressed. But I was like, no, I'm great. I'm happy, like it's good. Mm.
0: That's not
1: high vibe. That's a mask of high vibe. Right. Right? So I think there's this, this contrast. I mean, humans all have contrast in their emotions. And contrast is great. Like we wouldn't even know what wildly happy is if we didn't have the dark. It wouldn't, it would just be, it wouldn't be an emotion. Right. If we didn't have the contrast. So I think like, I would love to see that, that notion or whatever start breaking and, and letting people know, like it's okay to just be human. Like it's okay to, to have, Dark sides and to have pain, and to face those. And when you're wearing like the mask of I'm just high vibe and happy all the time, it's just like a thin layer that I think can be broken
0: really easily. It's really interesting, too, because just before I hit record, um, like I was talking about like the moon cycles and the energy, and like I think in the past six months, I've really taken this like inner aware awareness like it's okay i always thought i had to be in this like crazy high vibe energetic state to like get shit done run my business and now i'm like and so if i wake up in the morning and i'm not like on fire i'm like oh my god i suck something's wrong with me and now i'm just like okay i'm having one of those moods and i'm just going to pass through it and i know that at a later hour the energy will kick in or maybe tomorrow i'll feel better but it doesn't matter like everything mm-hmm. Like, these feelings are okay. And that's been, like, life-changing to just recognize that we can have emotions.
1: And I think there's something to be said, too, about, like, our relationships when we can open up to those emotions. Like, I feel so much more connected to someone if they're like, you know, I'm just having a a really crappy day. And can we, like, talk through that? Mm -hmm. Because when you can, like, open up to that vulnerability with someone else, it makes you realize like oh i like i'm not crazy for having these like crappy days i'm not crazy for for going through sadness or or whatever other emotion you portray as, or see as bad you know um, and when you can see that within someone else it's like whoa like let me tell you about what i've been going through yeah and it's just it's so beautiful when people can connect that way even
0: Totally. I know like so I was just in San Diego where I met my mentor who I've been working with for the past year and like I mean seeing her in real life but then like seeing her like experience emotions and even sometimes like like she always when she's speaking is coming from this really like positive empowered state but then like you just see the those little moments where you're like, oh right, they're human, they're not God, like (laughs) they still have ups and highs and lows and like all different emotions and it like was also really eye-opening to me because speaking about this whole like comparison and like Instagram life type thing it's like we put people on a pedestal mm-hmm. and we like end up disempowering ourselves when we do that mm-hmm. yeah so, so true so true and like I think like it's important to celebrate and
1: to to like be happy and to sit in that happiness but I think the real connection and the the real like rawness happens when we can let out that human
0: side too. Yeah. So on that note, can you tell us about, I don't know, like a really, like a hard moment, something that, you know, really like shook you to your core and you have total permission to not sugarcoat it. Yeah. Anything that comes up for you? Yeah. I Just
1: this year, honestly, I went through one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. And um, I don't want to say may ever go through because you never know. But um, I lost my older brother. He passed away after a seven-year battle with cancer. And I wasn't ready for it. I was definitely in denial about it like i went to go visit him and i was like no you're going to be fine like miracles happen <laughs> mm-hmm. and when it did happen i was angry <laughs> I was so like pissed off that that happened i was sad mm-hmm. and honestly the thing that i did to to get me through that is i i kind of shut down my business for like a month wow I was still there like here and there popping in, but I was like, I'm not taking any clients right now. And that was terrifying because I'm, I'm a full-time business owner.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: right. And everything in me was like, you cannot do that. And then that little voice, that really smart little voice that sometimes we ignore <laughs> was like, no, this is what's going to serve you more than anything Yeah. because you need to take the time to process it. And I think that's something that a lot of, business owners miss especially as a personal brand is it's it's really hard when you're a personal brand to separate work and life yeah. right but when i when that happened and i i knew i had to take the time to process it that was that break was going to be what served me more than anything
0: i can really relate to that because if i think it was about 3 years ago my boyfriend had been diagnosed with um what is it called now it's like the cancer that's in your lymph nodes, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, he got it like surgically removed and everything, but it, it was in the month of March. And I remember, um, working like crazy before that. And I just took the whole month off. Like similar to you. I was like, I'm not even going on social media. I'm not talking to anyone and it doesn't matter because like, I knew I had the money. I knew I had money to, cause I don't live really month to month. Mm-hmm. or at least back in the day I was maybe a little bit kind of in that stage still but I just knew that like especially in like my line of work where it's so creative like I just had to take that that time off because otherwise I'd just be channeling like so much anger and like sadness and like I basically couldn't show up for anyone because I couldn't even show up for myself. Yeah so
1: yeah and I think so many people, and I can even say if that had happened to me maybe three or four years prior, I would have just like painted on a mask and be like, it's all good. I'm fine. I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm processing it. Like, I'm just going to, I have to keep working. So I'm just going to like put a smile on and tell everyone it's okay. Yeah. But that wouldn't, it, it just, when you do that, you put so much pressure, so much unnecessary pressure on on your work. So. Yeah, I think the the breaks sometimes, even if it's not as huge as losing someone, when you just feel like you need a break emotionally, I think we need to give ourselves permission to do that more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. So... Here at the Untamed headquarters, (laughs) (laughs) Untamed Lifestyle Business is all about really the freedom to be yourself and do what you want to do. And we talk a lot. A lot of my guests talk about like being labeled or someone trying to define you and, you know, how to kind of break out of the mold that like society or family or people place on you. Um, Have you ever had an experience like this where you felt just like deeply misunderstood or mislabeled and how were you able to come into your power?
1: It's such a good question.
0: Oh, I feel like there's so many routes I could go with it
1: too (laughs) (laughs) because I think we're like kind of constantly getting different labels and then taking on those labels um, Mm -hmm. as our own. I think what pops up for me the most, maybe just cause I've been hearing it a lot recently is when I did decide to start an online business. Um, and like my family and closest friends being like, you're crazy. Like, I don't, that's, that's dumb. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Like, that's not, that's not going to be successful.
0: Wow. That's bold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think I've been hearing this come up so much recently. So many of like my clients and, and just women around me even have been talking about their parents or a family member or something being like, why are you doing that? Like, why would you, why would you want to go that route? That's, that's ridiculous, kind of. And for me, I, I took it on as like, that's just them trying to protect me. Mm -hmm. they're trying to protect me because they want me to be happy and they want me, they want me to make quote unquote good decisions. And they're just trying to protect me. And I could see that. So for me, I feel like I could easily reframe that label, but I think there are so many people going through that right now. And it's like, you take that label on as your, as your own story. And you're like, maybe I can't be successful. Maybe this is dumb. Maybe this isn't the right way to go. So yeah, I think if, if you are going through that, I think it, I would challenge you to look at it as like, how
0: are these people trying to protect me? Yeah. What would you say are three or two to three different like stories that people tell themselves that hold them back? Like stories that they make up in their mind that aren't necessarily valid. Yeah, um,
1: definitely I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to start a business. I'm not good enough to create massively successful months in my business. Um, I'm less than like, I'm less than this girl I see over here. You know, you know what I mean there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely a big one. Um, and I think, Going like tagging along with the I'm not enough, like almost, almost a story of I don't have enough. Like I don't have the money to start this. I don't have the correct resources. I don't have the right strategy to to build something like this. Uh, so yeah, I think those are three biggies
0: right now. I love those. The one something that came up, and I was just thinking um, when we are like opening up and sharing on social media as like content marketing really is the new marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really new, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're like scrolling through and we're reading different posts and we kind of have this like armor and this guard up and like you probably all on some, on some level are like judging each other. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like there's like this lack of, like humanity in some ways like we're just so like we would never treat each other this way in real life but like when it's online there's like this weird filter like do you know what I mean (laughs) yeah no for sure I think there is like a weird online filter where we're (laughs) just
1: like extra judgy and like, I don't even think, I would go even as far as to say, like, sometimes when we're, we're judging something, like, we wouldn't even type that on the post, like, what we're thinking, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I definitely see, like, a judgment filter there. But also the other thing I see with that, like, on the flip side is sometimes I think you have to turn it in and say, how where am I judging myself here? Oh, yes. Yes, because I think judgment as a whole is somewhere we're judging ourselves internally. And when we, we it's easier to place it onto the external. So I, I was just talking about this with just fear of putting yourself out there. And when you're when you're afraid of putting yourself out there, honestly, your your biggest fear is having to face your biggest fear. Right. right? Does that make sense? I feel like that's like repetitive, but No, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Your greatest fear is like, if I put this post out, then someone might say the insert greatest fear here. And then I have to face it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Judgment's that's, a funny thing.
0: <laughs> I definitely have that too. Cause I grew up like, and I'm very, like, I'm aware of where this comes from, but I grew up in a very judgmental family. And so I, I'll hear these voices and I'm like, that's not my voice. Like, I'm like, where is this coming from? And then it's like, and I think even, like, we don't always even really, like, get the essence of someone, especially, like, if you're, like, chatting in a Facebook group, like, I don't know. I just keep thinking of, like, this live event that I was at, and I was like, wow, these women are so amazing, just, like, being in their presence and feeling their energy, And then, and now that I know them and I see their posts and stuff, I'm like, just filled with like, you know, excitement and positivity, but like rewind two months, I totally would have had this like judgment over them. And yeah, it's just like really being aware of like how hard we judge them is how like harsh we are with ourselves.
1: Yes. 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 So spot on. Exactly. And I think it ties together so well with just like presenting your humanness online too. Um and just being real with who you are. And I think when we're real in our in our posts, we get realness back, we get openness back. Right. I think and it's like, you know, when you have like the post, that's so scary, like, and you're like, can I even post this? Like, could I even, do I even want to yeah. put this out there? Um, <laughs> and those are always the ones that perform the best because you're giving some kind of openness. You're giving some kind of rawness.
0: Mm. I have one of those posts that like, was <laughs> funny. I was telling my assistant, I'm like, can you please post this this week? And then. <laughs> she's like, Brittany, um, you didn't send me that post. And I'm like, oh, um, I don't know where it went. <laughs> like, i just completely like, swept so it under the rug. You'll probably like, when I do post it, you'll know which one I'm talking about. Post
1: it. About. Oh my gosh. You all, this post is going to be up by the time this podcast's out. So everyone go find it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, those are, seriously, I just did one of those posts, like, maybe last week recently. And I was, I think I was shaking. Like I was like, I can't press post. I can't do it. And then I- I'll either like close my eyes and like go for the post button or sometimes I'll walk in the other room and give my phone to my boyfriend and be like, can you just press post and I'm just going to walk away.
0: Uh, I've totally done that to my boyfriend before. Like, or if I'm like making a payment or something, I'm like, can you just put your finger on my finger and we'll just press it together? <laughs> yes. And the, and it was so scary. And I had all these stories. I,
1: I had overthought this post and it's funny because I tell you that I'm a coach that helps women get out of their head helps you get out of the pattern of overthinking and here I am overthinking a post right because I'm human and I had all these stories written like even to the point where I would be like this person's gonna see it and they're gonna say this and I finally posted it and by the way none of my biggest fears came true and Mm -hmm. People went wild over it. People were so open with me. People were messaging me like, thank you for saying this. Thank you for putting that out there. Um, and I just, I, I was open and I got openness back. And that's human connection.
0: That's <laughs> what we need. Yeah. I also noticed like as of recently, I've just been completely detaching myself from the results or like the number of likes or comments. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm still training my brain to get over it. And I think that, um, you know, obviously not naming names, but like there was this program I was in and it was all about like stats and analyzing your results. And I just like, was like, you know what? I can't operate my business this way. Like I'm going crazy. Like Mm -hmm. analyzing my Facebook ad stats, it just (laughs) like shit. (laughs) And so like now I just post things and I just have no attachment. I'm like, because I know that there's people that see my stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, if I'm so, you know, blatantly honest, and I feel like this could maybe serve people listening, um, me hitting a 12K month, I have less than 200 people on my list. Mm -hmm. I have less than a thousand likes on my Facebook page. like, And so that's where... I mean, this kind of probably goes to my own belief system and probably a little like moon energy and chakras <laughs> and I don't know, spiritual like woo stuff. But like these numbers are just, they're just not relevant to me. Like I just am choosing to like run my business my way and not get caught up on these. And I think a lot of people do get caught up in that stuff.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to get caught up in that and forget that there's humans behind those numbers. Like those are real, that's 200 real life humans. Right. <laughs> you know, if you had 200 people in a room, like listening to you, how
0: amazing would that be? Oh, wow. That is such a good way of putting it. Yeah, I've never i never mean, thought of it that way. Right. That would be like a packed
1: out audience. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. So yeah, there's humans behind those numbers.
0: I love that. Oh, I'm going to, that's, that's going to be like a tweetable. <laughs> like, not that I use Twitter, but I did. An Instagrammable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is one thing that you believe to be true that no one else would agree with or is highly controversial? Mm-hmm. Give
1: it to us straight. Let's see
0: straight how. Mo- I, what's that expression? Straight no
1: chaser. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. How do I want to word it? It's. I mean, it's what we've been talking about this whole time, basically. But, um, that the that your mental state, your mindset, all of that stuff internally is going to serve you and your business more than any amount of strategy ever will. Mm. And I think that's so hard to grasp because the strategy is external and we can fix it. Yep. And it's like, if I just do this one more thing, if I just figure out Facebook ads or whatever, and then everything's gonna click.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah but there's so much more behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, that's definitely been a huge part of my journey and I think that was like a part of my own story is I'm like, why is my strategy? Everything's amazing, my messaging, my branding. And I'm like, I kept hitting walls in 2017 Mm -hmm. and I just like couldn't figure out why. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start like healing my chakras and like Mm -hmm. getting in sync with the moon cycles and like all this like random stuff that has nothing to do with my business. But, and like energy healing, I had like multiple, like not Reiki, but it's called theta healing. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain it, but it's just magic basically of just like removing like layers and layers of like energetic crap. And all I can say is that like, I June, I've had the most successful month in business and I've like I was in California for two weeks without a laptop for <laughs> find out loud. Like I know it's because I fully believe now it's like, it's my energy and it's not, I don't have a strategy. I don't even feel mm-hmm. like I have one. I just threw them all at the window. <laughs> so I love that you said that. And I feel like they're, I feel like people are shifting more towards that.
1: Yeah. I definitely see that shift too. Like even in some of like the business coaches that I follow, I see them bringing up the mindset because it is important. It's, it's everything, right? Like your internal workings are how you're running your external
0: show. Yeah. That's another tweetable. (laughs) I'm full of them at the end. Yeah. (laughs) So Megan, where can we learn more about you?
1: Well, I love hanging out on Instagram. That's probably like my favorite online home. I'm like always on stories. Uh, And I'm just at Megan Siemens there. And my website's MeganSiemens.com. I'm pretty sure you can find me just using Megan Siemens. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook page is Megan Siemens.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yep. And tell us a little bit about this juicy six steps to clarity
1: oh, yeah.
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah okay so this is my my free guide that i have and i am in love with it because the first step to getting out of our own head is getting that clarity in your life and i, I just want to give you a little sneak peek here and let you guys know that clarity i think what i hear so often with women is, oh, I want clarity, I want my mind to just be completely empty. And that's really not the definition of clarity. Clarity is just being able to see the information in front of you and, and move through it. And so my guided six steps walking through that and uh, how to start getting that clarity in your brain.
0: That's that's amazing. That's a great way of putting it, And I think so many people get stuck at that stage of like, well, what is clarity? Where do I even begin? Like, how do I even know what I want? So mm-hmm. yep, um, so
1: true. So um that's on the homepage of my website, or I'm assuming I can give you the little link to to pop in the, the show notes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> cool, cool, cool.
0: Oh my god. Well, this has been so much fun, and I'm so glad we finally got to connect.
1: I am so 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 glad I knew this conversation would be just like epic full of little golden nuggets so <laughs> and tweetables so much. yes you know, no one uses and, twitter and tweetables but don't look me up on twitter because I'm not there <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brand Interrupted Podcast. I so appreciate you and your time. And to show that appreciation, I want to give you a free gift. Head over to untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get instant access to my free three-part audaciously you on camera video series, a step-by-step on how to share your story, craft your core message, master your energy, infuse your personality, and boost your charisma on camera so you can amplify your impact with video and turn viewers into dream clients. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, don't forget to head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. Until next time, bisous from Paris. Ciao, ciao.